What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So here we are, middle of the weekend, doing a little bit of an update, just checking in on how things are going around the baseball world. I think the best thing to do right now is to go through some some roster moves, some news and notes. We can jump into full highlights on tomorrow's episode. But for now, we'll have a quick one to talk about what's going on. So Matt Harvey has announced his retirement. So this happened just a couple days ago. He took to Instagram to say, I have to say this is my time to say thank you and goodbye to the fans and most importantly, the New York Mets fans. You made a dream come true for me, a dream I could have never thought to come true. Who would have thought a kid from Mystic, Connecticut would be able to play in the greatest city in the world, his hometown. You are forever embedded in my heart. So Matt Harvey was the seventh overall pick in the 2010 draft. We all know what happened. Made his big league debut during the 2012 campaign. That was a 10 start cup of coffee in 2012, but he pitched really well. You know, 273 ERA, but that was just a taste of what was to come. The following season ended up being the best of his career by a huge margin, 2013. In 178 and a third innings of work in 2013, he posted a phenomenal 2.27 ERA with a league leading FIP, 2.01 FIP. Struck out 27.7% of batters faced that season. And that earned him the only all-star appearance of his career. He started the all-star game in New York for the National League. And he was also a top four finisher in the Cy Young voting. But unfortunately, his phenomenal year was cut short when he required Tommy John surgery, missing the end of that season and the entirety of 2014 while rehabbing. He returned to the mound in 2015 with another strong season, 2.71 ERA. And he went on to pitch for the Mets during the postseason when they advanced past the Dodgers and the Cubs to face the Royals in the World Series that year. The injuries started you know, piling up. They returned in 2016, and then he struggled a lot. And then from, from then on out, he was never the same pitcher. He really wasn't. He was designated for assignment by the Mets in 2018. Then he would go on to pitch for the Reds, Angels, Royals, and Orioles before serving a 60-game suspension for you know, participating in the distribution of a prohibited drug of abuse in violation of MLB's drug, joint drug prevention and treatment program. This came after Harvey testified in the trial where the former Angels communications director was convicted of distributing a drug, which resulted in the death of former pitcher Tyler Skaggs. And uh, Harvey testified that he had provided Skaggs with some pills. But following his suspension, Harvey returned to the mound in the minor leagues. Did okay. And he pitched for Team Italy during the WBC just a couple months ago. But now, all in all, he's ended his career with a 4.42 ERA, 50 wins, and 867 strikeouts. He, yeah. The Dark Knight was a very short-lived reality for Matt Harvey. Really peaked as a young pitcher and never regained that status. I mean, he was 24 years old when he, when he peaked, that was his best season. And it was, it was just downhill from there. But at the end of the day, he was a legend in New York for a very brief period of time. And, you know, everyone, not, yeah, not everyone is going to have a, a, a amazing long and lengthy career, but Matt Harvey was remembered. will will be remembered for at least pitching in the world series for the Mets because that, not something that you know, the Mets hadn't seen in a while. In other news, Vida Blue 
Vita Blue, the flamethrowing left-hander who was part of the Oakland A's dynasty in the 70s. He passed away on Saturday at the age of 73. So flamethrowing lefty, he's the youngest MVP in history in 1971. But uh, you know, passed away at the age of 73 and he's going to be remembered. You know, the Oakland A's definitely gave him a shout out because he's an Oakland A's legend. But yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what, what can you really say? What can you really say? Uh, the A's were a powerhouse back in the seventies, but, you know, Vita Blue is someone that, you know, played with the Giants also a little bit. So played both sides of the Bay Area and will be remembered for his efforts on the field. So yeah, three time champion and MVP, six time all star. Cy Young winner and Oakland A's Hall of Famer. He's not in like the main Hall of Fame, but he is an Oakland A's Hall of Famer because that's where, you know, that's where he did his thing. That's where he did his thing. So at the end of the day, uh, yeah, a 21 year old MVP is something we don't see very often. That was in 1971 when he did it. But, uh, Vita Blue, shout out to him as, uh, yeah, he will be remembered for sure. Eloy Jimenez is going to miss four to six weeks after undergoing an appendectomy. So this is tough news for the White Sox. You know, he was placed in the hospital earlier in the day on Saturday due to intense stomach discomfort. Then they announced he underwent an appendectomy. So he's going to preliminarily be placed on the IL for four to six weeks while he recovers. I mean, the White Sox had a really rough month of April, but they have turned things around here in May. They're looking a lot better now that, you know, they, they've come around a bit with the bats and pitching has settled down a little bit. So losing Jimenez is a big blow to a team that just, you know, seems to be catching somewhat of a stride. But in 106 plate appearances this season, he's hitting 258 with a, 744 OPS, so just decent. I mean, a 104 Woody Runs created plus. But even though that's just decent, he's still one of the more productive hitters on a struggling White Sox team. So they're going to have to tread water without him, even though they had used him mostly at the DH spot. So they're probably going to have to cycle in a bunch of players through that DH spots. Uh, Gavin Sheets will probably get the bulk of those at-bats. They might bring Oscar Colas back up to the majors after they tri- optioned him to AAA earlier in the week. You know, that's probably what they'll end up doing. But, um, yeah, that's the news coming out of Chicago for the White Sox. The big news in the Midwest this weekend is that the Cardinals are shifting Wilson Contreras off of catcher. This is announced on Saturday. So this is a huge shift. They just signed Wilson Contreras in the offseason to be their Yadier Molina replacement. It was a five-year, $87.5 million deal. But now you're moving him off of his primary position just a month into his first season of that deal. And now he's going to serve as a DH, an outfielder for the team. And that's going to muddy up an already crowded outfield picture in St. Louis. I mean, at the plate, he's been really good. Contreras has been his usual self. I mean, hitting for a 119 weight runs rate at plus. I mean, it's a slight drop on his numbers from last year, but it's pretty much in line with his career numbers. His offense is never going to be the source of concern, but, you know, the focus here is his work behind the plate defensively. 
And, you know, catcher is always a challenging position to assess statistically, but there has always been a bit of a question mark over Contreras' work behind the plate. Concerns over his ability to handle pitching staff and call a game. These concerns actually surfaced around the trade deadline last year when he was with the Cubs. And Chicago ended up holding on to him until he hit free agency at the end of the season. It's tough to quantify this, but, you know, Fangraphs gives him a minus one mark on their framing metric. StatCast has him about middle of the pack in that regard. As far as pop time goes, he's 10th out of MLB catchers. So pretty solid. Uh, I mean, he's cut down five of a potential 17 stolen bases so far this season. So he doesn't rank elite in either framing or pop time, but he's not awful either. And, you know, this certainly suggests that there's more than just catching statistics driving this move. I mean, the Cardinals are struggling. They they really are. Uh, So maybe they're trying to shake things up. But this does create even more uncertainty in the Cardinals outfield picture because they already have a crowded outfield. I mean... For Saturday's game, they ran out Lars Nootbaar, Dylan Carlson, and Alec Burleson in the outfield with Contreras handling the DH. And that seems like the most common group they're going to see over the next few weeks. But the team's going to have Tyler O'Neill coming back at some stage. They're going to have Jordan Walker. I mean, he's at AAA right now, but he's probably going to be back up in the bigs soon enough. So it's possible Contreras ends up working his way back into the catching picture simply because the Cardinals outfield is just crowded it's just really crowded i'm not not really sure exactly you know what they're trying to do here but this goes to show how much yadi meant to this team yadi molina is a hall of famer and having him behind the dish for two decades straight was quite a uh quite a benefit that they are now going to miss sorely now that he's gone he's retired so that's the news coming out of st louis pretty uh Pretty interesting move. Pretty interesting move. But the Marlins have activated Joey Wendell from the injured list ahead of this afternoon's game against the Cubs, or Saturday afternoon's game against the Cubs. And so to make room for him on the active roster, they optioned infielder Xavier Edwards back down to AAA. Xavier Edwards has only been up for three games so far in the bigs. You know, he's a, he's a nice young prospect. He came over from the, you know, Padres. I think he was at the Padres organization, the Rays organization a little bit. He's been traded around a little bit. Uh, he was part of that, uh, you know, Hunter Renfro and Tommy Pham, Jake Cronenworth deal when those three guys went from Tampa Bay out to the Padres. The Padres sent back, uh, you know, Xavier Edwards. So that was a pretty big trade at the time. But he's a former first round pick. He's 23 years old. But I think he'll get, you know, more playing time in the big leagues when the time is ready. But he's being sent back down to make room for Joey Wendell. So, those are our updates right now, a bit scattered, to be honest, but we'll have the full recaps for you tomorrow as we wrap up the weekend and begin a new week. But for now, just enjoy some baseball. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.